0: Everybody, welcome to and After Live. I am Jay Wade. Holy shit fuck Batman if we got one today dude, It is our first live stream here. We're going just about 10 minutes after SEN Live has ended on this Friday uh, and, and looking forward to this one. We're on episode 38 now And as you can see I got my hands up uh, in honor of the schmodown which I love so fucking much um, I will be doing the entire episode with both hands on screen and we got some slowdown stuff, and you'll see me going like this, looking around from time to time, but uh, looking for that sweet spot. There you are. But uh, <laughs> but we, we got some slowdown stuff to talk about in between everything else. But this is an SEN Live After Show. So uh, let's get right into it here. With uh, We'll start with Monday, obviously, since that is the second day of the week, first day of the show. Uh, Roca took the helm on, on that day, like usual, um, with Brett, Kate, Winston, Ben. Hi, Ben and uh rb3 and you know what i'm so stoked about this episode sean's sitting there like I, are you gonna say yeah. i'm here well you should see and hey guys little, I, little I here. sean and i've been doing some podcasting together for a little over a year now yeah, and yeah. uh he and i we we get along in a very fun and unusual way and i'm absolutely shocked that you didn't jump in and just interrupt me like dude it, you know is my name skip is what you should have said you know it's not my show. Well, uh, fair enough. Do you know, I like, I like, that, I like that answer, well. dude. I really, I, like I really like well. that answer. <laughs> However, you know me well enough to know that you just butt in anytime you want, buddy. But uh, Sean uh, from, uh, he does some work with me here at Merck with a movie blog and some other shows of his own. Uh, how you doing, man?
1: Uh, I'm good. It's a little weird being on camera because I just do the podcast. So I'm like trying to adjust to doing something live on camera. But uh, I'm, I'm doing good. I have today off. So I'm sitting here with you talking about Sen.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And uh, now that I, I had to go back in time, which any regular listeners of this show, you know, I'm, I can go to very odd places very quickly, but I tend to bring it back around in a pretty smooth transition, but there is no smooth transition for this one. Uh, so we'll just go back to where I was saying earlier. I, I love it. Uh, uh, on Monday, Roka is usually held the show and then rounded it out with Brett, Kate Winston, hi, Ben and RB three. Um, Why do uh, you and, do that? Uh, and I've said it before, man, I really like it when Roka hosts the episodes, uh, just because he tends to let things go off the rails a little bit more and let things get off track and let, let conversations kind of get uh, go to a place where perhaps Christian wouldn't allow them to go and not, not in a bad place, but just letting things develop a little bit more, uh, organically and off the rails, perhaps. Um, I just think that's a Roka style.
1: No, I agree. I have to say it's very entertaining watching you try to read the notes with your hands here as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a ton of fun with it. Why do you go? Hi, Ben. What is, Ben
0: Ben and I had a little disagreement on okay. Twitter a while back about – I'm not going to get into it, and I'm not going to pick on him. I've picked on him before. Uh, I like you, Ben. Uh, I've said that before, too. But um, although I, I could – I don't know. It, it does kind of – the whole taking the hat off constantly – and fixing the hair, slicking the hair back, <laughs> and then putting the hat right back on. That kind of makes me laugh in a, in an odd way. Uh, it's like, we can't see your hair anyway, dude. You could have bedhead and we wouldn't know. Uh, but I get it, man. W- when I had hair, I did the same thing. So I'm maybe I'm just jealous of that. Um, I'm jealous of your hair, Ben. There you go. But no, nice he'll sum it up without getting into it. He had posted a tweet that that was, it was saying that, uh, the last Jedi is, uh, oh it's god. a good movie Oh my god! because it was, uh, financially successful and because it was critically acclaimed. And I told him, you know, that doesn't make it a good movie. It just means that a bunch of people thought it was a good movie that, you know, whether or not something is good like that is subjective, not objective. And, uh, it, we got a little back and forth over it. I maybe gave them a little bit of shit, but yeah, I know this is, I know <laughs> it, it just to, just to let everybody know, there are going to be a couple of moments where I need to take my hands off screen. I'm running shit here uh, on my own. So I'll have to click buttons a couple times. So just to put that out there too, go ahead, Mr. Last Jedi.
1: I just need I to just readjust, readjust myself. myself. Um, um, they, am am I think.
0: I, I don't know. You, can you hear, hear me?
1: I'm hearing myself. I think through you. Are you? I think so. Oh, I was for a second. I think it's done now. Anyways, um, yeah, Last Jedi, right there. Uh, Last Jedi is a good movie because it's a good movie, uh, Wade. It's a it's a great movie. No, that's uh, a Club. <laughs> I will throw that at the Conjure Club. If Conjure Club <laughs> wants, dude, I think Conjure Club would love the Last Jedi. <laughs> I think Conjure Club would would love that. I tell that that is like one of my favorite scenes from the force awakens tell that me too. To
0: that's probably my favorite line in all of star Wars, to be honest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but to get things back somewhat on track. Yeah. Roka goes way off the rails and he did it. He did it today as well. But, uh, I think that, I think that's fun. I think the, that's where the show almost flourishes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's great that they're able to do it, uh, with the full crew now, cause there was about two or three months there, you know, where it was just, it was just Brett and Christian, which was fine and it was good. Um, but you know, it's nothing like a full cruise. Yeah. And, uh, the, the big news of this week is tenant, which this has been news for a long time. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be all the rage, dude. I don't know what, you know, I don't know what else out there that TikTok you kids are into. I don't know. Maybe that tops the tenant or whatever, but, um, but yeah, the whole it coming out in theaters and, and and should you see it, should you not see it? And then they specifically got into a discussion about uh the, the use of time in uh in the Nolan uh movies, and uh I I don't know what to contribute to this because I still don't think I understand Inception and I saw it twice. Um I've not seen Dunkirk, but you know I've seen the Batman and Memento is amazing. I love Memento. Um that wait, yes, that was Nolan, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The, the lead actor was, uh, Guy Pierce. Is that right?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. I've never seen Memento. I either. think
0: I'm on it. I think I'm on it. But, uh, but yeah, we talked a little bit, just a tad bit before we started and you said you were excited to see the movie. Uh, give us your thoughts on this. Uh, I think you have a lot more thoughts than I do, I believe.
1: Well, I mean, I'm excited to see the movie. I think I don't really, I, I like Inception a lot. Uh, I like, all the Nolan movies that I've seen. So like, yeah, another Nolan movie. That's great. I'd love to see Tenet. Uh, I'm like, it's like depressing me that I can't. I live with my grandparents who are, you know, older at risk. I can't go to a movie theater to see a movie right now. Um, I wish I could see Tenet. I can't see Tenet. People that can see Tenet, I hope you guys enjoy it because (laughs) I really wish I could be seeing it. Uh, But yeah, uh, I'm excited to see it. I I don't really think he overuses time or whatever. If he's into that, let him do it. I think he does it well.
0: Yeah. I, I just, like I said, inception, I just don't understand it, dude. I mean, well, I mean, I understand bits and pieces of it, but I don't understand. There's a lot of shit. I don't understand. And, but I like movies like that where it takes multiple views for me to really start to get the picture. Uh Um, they'd also talked about being a bummer that it's not in drive, drive in theaters. But man, from my experience with drive-ins, the picture, even if it's a brightly lit movie, like it's outdoors in the daytime, the picture is still always really dark. So I've never liked going to the drive-in to see movies uh, where you're going for the visuals. Um, I don't know how y'all work with uh, movie theaters out there, but that's how it is here.
1: I think there might be a drive-in like 40 minutes from where I live. And I, I've considered going to it to see something, but like, I, I want to see it in the theater, you know, like that's yeah. a different, that's a different thing. Uh, at, if I, if I'm going to drive 40 minutes to go to the drive, the drive-in, I might as well just watch it at home <laughs> when I can. Yeah,
0: that's true. Now, how do you feel about viewing things on like a phone as opposed to even a TV? Uh, cause there's a lot of the debate as far as like, are you going to vote view it? on a big screen or like a personal device. But I mean, a lot of people, me, for example, I used not so much anymore. I used to have an issue with watching things on a phone over just my TV, which I, I don't have a huge TV, but I have a good sized TV. But I was always kind of anal about that as far as I wouldn't watch shit on my phone, but I've really laid off on that. I, I don't care anymore, it seems like. Um, like I said, like I wouldn't watch an end game or, you know, a Marvel movie or something on my phone for the first time or a Star yeah. Wars or but you know, I mean, yeah. like uh the hangover or you know, old school or something like I'd watch that kind of like comedies, I'd have no issue watching on a phone or a small device for the mm-hmm. first viewing at all.
1: Mm-hmm. Are are you
0: anal about that stuff at all or
1: I mean not really i watch a lot of stuff on my phone my phone is right here um i i i i feel like with television i don't really care uh movies i try to watch it on either my uh my my monitor like my desktop monitor or on my tv but i'm i'm not i'm not i'm not i I don't know i'm not super anal about it i'm i'll watch something where i can watch it
0: yeah i'm the same way dude um and I just I don't know why, but as you were talking, it it occurred to me. I'm like, I think this is only the second time I've ever seen his face as I've talked probably, to him. Probably. And then I started thinking about about um about how I completely came into the show and did not introduce you whatsoever.
1: <laughs> Look, I'm just kind of here, you know. I'm. Just- I love it, man.
0: I love it. Thanks for being here. <laughs> no, uh, no problem. <laughs> But yeah, like I said, Tennant has been the big discussion uh, of the week, uh, and and that was what I normally do here for those of you who have not seen the show. I normally run through the days. And I, I cherry pick, uh, mainly go over the main topic a little bit. If I Sometimes I don't know much about it, and I don't think anyone wants to hear someone who doesn't know much about something talk about it. Um, I don't. Uh, so I, I go through and cherry pick some stuff and find some funny stuff that happened, and uh, and, in in Tuesday, they been read the comments from Kathleen Kennedy. And this is what I was really wanting to have you on here to talk about with me, Sean. Uh, cause we, we love the star Wars stuff, you and I, yes. and yes. we have, we have a lot of similar things. Like uh, example, our favorite star Wars movie is return of the Jedi. Uh, well, well,
1: oh, uh. I'm hearing myself through you again, by the way. Oh no, it's done now. But, um, uh, my that's my second favorite Star Wars movie because my favorite Star Wars movie is the Last Jedi, but second favorite Star Wars movie, Return of the Jedi. But continue.
0: Well, guys, when we talked about it before the Last <laughs> Jedi, it was Return of the Jedi. So I just, uh, in my mind, I think I just imagined it. I, I would kind of like to imagine that only the Force Awakens came out. T- to be honest, uh, and most of that I loved, and that was definitely on and chewy it's a, that's um, a
1: different show that's a different yeah, show yeah uh, <laughs>
0: but kathleen kennedy uh she was saying how they just realized that the mythology uh spans 250,000 years and that they're reassessing what lucas created um i'm correct here that she worked with lucas at Lucasfilm yeah. before he yeah. sold to disney didn't she
1: yeah and that's kind of, well, but like Lucas, like Lucas's whole deal was there are my movies and that's Star Wars. And then he was like, there's my movies. And then now there are this TV show that I've created, the Clone Wars. That is Star Wars. Lucas, the EU was allowed to exist, but he didn't ever bring that into a consideration for a second in his plans. He never, he never cared about any of that. He as as it, if he wanted to do something and it contradicted the EU, the EU would have been gone in a second. The, the EU was allowed to exist because it did not mess with him. So I would not be surprised and Dave Felonius talked about this. How that's how Lucas saw it. I would not be surprised if that's how Lucasfilm also saw it, or how at least their interior view of it was that. Star Wars is these movies that Lucas created. This is the time period that it exists in and everything else is just flavor that if we wanted to do something with, I guess we, we could. Um, I'm glad that they're reassessing it. I, I don't believe that they're reassessing it because it feels like every time they announce something, it's within the same span of 40 years. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I, is there anything in the movie or TV department right now that's being made that does not fit in between episodes one and nine? That we know about, I don't. I don't not think
0: so. That I'm yeah. aware of. There's rumors about yeah. stuff, but nothing confirmed.
1: So I don't know. I I hope that they they realize that they're filling in like I guess somewhere around fifty ish years. I guess you would say from episode one to episode nine, probably 50-60. If I did the math, I could figure it out, but I'm not going to. Um, I, I hope they realize that there's more to it than that. And they kind of branch out and let them do different things in the movies and TV shows, but uh, I'll believe it when I yeah. see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I, and I'll admit, um, I am not a big fan of the prequels. Um, I do. Mm-hmm. However, I, I do like revenge of the Sith because I mean, come on, dude, Anakin turns in the Vader. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. um, and I was when Lucas sold. I was one of those people who was cheering, like, "Good, get him out of it," you know, all that. I'll, I'll be completely honest, dude. I'm. I might have been wrong. Uh, I, I might have been wrong for real, dude. And I'm. I'm man enough to admit that, dude. And I, I am rethinking it all. I'm rethinking it, and even and then when I'd heard about the how the Metaclorians were it, were supposed to be a big role in this. A uh, sequel trilogy, according to Lucas's plans, it, especially then I was like, "No fucking goodies out of here." <laughs> Even now, I would kind of like to see a Metaclorian's movie. Oh, you I'd know? love to
1: have seen that. I'd love to have seen that. Um, yeah,
0: I, I think I may have I may be quickly changing my mind on that, dude. Um, but I mean, but like you said, what well, I it's just weird because the movie's not doing so well. Other than Rogue One, the movies. Uh, have not been doing so well you know what i mean
1: and so Uh, financially which is all they care about right 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 that's the thing that's when when you talk about like maybe from fan perspective it's not doing that well but what they care about is how much money it makes because it's a business and obviously you know there's the creative or whatever but when it comes down to it what bob chapik the guy who is above kathleen kennedy cares about is how much money these movies make yeah very they true had a, they had a miss with solo and i i would say that's more on disney than it is on lucasfilm the miss with solo the marketing and placement because they wanted to move it into de- they wanted to move it into december and Iger wouldn't let them uh, as far as everything that i've read but i i think that that was a little bit of a misfire and i hope that they learned from that that maybe if you market your movies and you put it not in the middle of 10 other blockbusters yeah you might make some money uh yeah
0: they dropped it with Solo for real.
1: Yeah. There fan was so Solo
0: great. that I saw in any stores. No. It no. was just all Marvel, dude.
1: The first trailer didn't come out until Super Bowl. Like four yeah. months before the movie came out. Not even. Yeah. So, yeah. They, they dropped it hard on, on Solo. But I uh, financially, the movies have been, do- have been doing fine, but uh, some better than fine. But yeah. fan reception obviously has been all over the place.
0: Right. But fan reception has been has been pretty much united on The Mandalorian. And, yeah. it you know, it's, it I don't know, it's kind of weird because it's like uh, a lot of the people, I would imagine a lot of the people who were bitching about uh, Force Awakens, especially saying that it was just a rehash of the originals, all that stuff. A lot of those people probably are all up in The Mandalorian shit. You know what I mean? They yeah. love it. Yeah, but it, it's like it's right there within. It's not within that time frame of the original trilogy, but it's just after it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they're not bitching about that, so that would tell me that it's it's more so about the quality of the material and not so much the time, uh, the yeah. Yeah. the timeline.
1: But I think the timeline is a big factor with of yes of the quality as well in the way that. When you set everything in the same 50 years, 60, 70 year span, it gets crowded, right? Like we, talk, we talked about the Kenobi series before. There's not a lot of time to do stuff. Uh, he's got to kind of be on Tatooine for most of those 19 years, just being a hermit. So it, it's difficult when you set everything in the same time span. And I think moving outside of that time span would really help free things up.
0: Now, what do you think would be more interesting to go to in the distant past or the distant future? Because a lot of folks, including myself right now, I would say, I want to go back to the past, see where, where all the Sith and stuff and Jedi, where it all started, see, you know, that kind of stuff, like some old, old school stuff. But at the same time, even then in a roundabout way, aren't you just kind of sticking to what we know now?
1: Well, I guess I guess in a way I I feel like just go far enough away that it doesn't matter that if you went to the past or the future you can do whatever you want anyways. You True. know? The True. The Sith Uh tell you a secret. I, I don't think the Sith the Sith stay gone after Oh, <laughs> after I don't think Rise so, of Skywalker. Either. I'm sure that I mean maybe it wouldn't be a true sith or whatever like it it wouldn't follow this because the sith are a religion or whatever and the religion dies with palpatine so technically it would be some sort of offshoot of the sith i guess but point being you can still have thousands of people running around with red lightsabers in the future yeah just as like you could have it in the past uh i don't care which way they go i just just get away from where they are now
0: yeah that's kind of where i'm at um and, and also going into, especially with the state of the fandom right now, I think going backward in time would probably be the best bet. Uh, I,
1: I, I almost think it would be bad. Because, really? Because, because people are so excited for the past that they know from the old EU.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying, yeah.
1: I don't think anything, especially if they do Knights of the older public. if they do Knights of the older public, it doesn't matter how good. They could get Martin Scorsese to come in and make... The masterpiece of cinema, Knights of the Older Public Film, and the fans would hate it. It True. does not matter.
0: But at the same time, perhaps, um, if you go forward, then people are going to automatically connect whatever is done to the Skywalker trilogy because that's the last thing we saw in the timeline. As where, can do if it you regardless, the past you can kind of. I think maybe easier. To get away from the Skywalker trilogy, I mean, I don't know, and I think I just... but I, oh, I... hold on, uh, yeah. we got yeah. a guest jumping in here to to join us, guys. Hey,
2: what up? What's good, y'all? How's it going? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm I'm a little tired. It's been <laughs> a long week to say the least, and it's you know, we still got a ways to go. I mean, we got we got some major stuff in that. Um, what Jericho Smith? On the ShmoDown side of things going on, uh, I'm, I'm for those that are familiar with my with my Twitch streaming, I've got my stream. Uh, we had to push yesterday's stream because I had a big meeting last night uh, to today, so starting at about three p.m. Pacific to five, so right up into uh, the match. I'll be doing my swag back Thursdays, which I guess you call it swag. Back fridays this time i don't fucking know what she was doing <laughs> in that regard but other than that i'm good man i'm just i'm just very tired how are you two gentlemen doing thank you for having me on the show man
0: i'm good uh, yeah i'm doing good too man uh just uh like like uh this is our first live stream of the show and the second time it's been on video so looking forward to uh starting a new phase of that i yeah. finally got some equipment upgrade, dude. i ordered some shit about two months ago and it took a month and a half to get all the equipment in and that makes sense, I mean, obviously man. with COVID the manufacturing and then the shipping and everything so I understand but I mean you know.
2: the, I mean the USPS is is hanging on by a thread so that does not surprise me that it took no. two two hours two months to get there you know yeah so,
0: but so but yeah, I, I mean, just uh just uh I don't know I wanted to I wanted to try doing the show right after uh, I I happened to have time this afternoon and wanted to try do the after show right after Sen Live. See how that went. Doing like a true after show kind of feel.
2: No, for sure. I mean, uh, this is this is this is dope that you guys have like have. I, I like. I'm I'm really impressed in how you guys have continued to take the show and like evolve it. You know what I'm saying? To like to take it to this level now with um uh with the the going video. You know what I'm saying? And being so immediate instead of waiting a couple days or Monday or whatever for it to come out. I think that the fact that you guys are this on top of it, it's only going to continue to help this show grow into something pretty huge.
0: Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And and I'm hoping it goes that way. I'm, I'm definitely I, I want the show to improve, obviously, and be the best it can be. So uh, I, I enjoy oh, yeah. doing it. It's frustrating at times like it would be with anything. Sure. Uh, but, you know, just got to keep pushing through, man.
2: Um, you ain't never lie, bro. That's yeah. that's real.
0: And you've that always been a big supporter of the show, dude. And uh, you, you're one of the first. Uh, you and Kate are the first two uh, folks from the actual SEN crew or Collider Live crew who were ever on the show. So, yeah, man.
2: Like I said, anything I can do to help, I'm I'm very aware of how this is a thousand percent a community type situation. I can't, uh, you know, at this particular phase in the way things are going, especially with COVID, my time becomes even less and less because if I'm not in the middle of doing something like this, I'm typically Instacarting or whatever else. But when I have it, I'm I'm more than happy to share my time. That's, that is, we are only a thing because of everybody else, you know, because you guys love and support us. That's why we're able to do what we do. So I'm more than happy to share that love back, you know?
0: Yeah, it's definitely a circle, man, because, you know, we're only able to do what we do because of the work that you guys do, um, and that's what I like about it. It's it's not a one way street at all, man. It's and it's not even a two way. It's just a big circle, man. Not a circle jerk. I didn't say that. So I didn't find out. Um,
1: but, you know, uh, it wasn't gonna be me. It wasn't gonna be me that said.
0: <laughs> but you know, I'm do in honor of. The- I'm not gonna get in depth, but in honor of the showdown, <laughs> I'm doing the entire episode today with my hands on screen. <laughs>
2: oh wow see yeah i need people to understand that like i get fan leagues and all that but you have to understand this is something that we're we're having to evolve you know what i'm saying it's not that is not a normal stance of what happens when you're when you're in studio or when you're on stage so this is something that is taking time to get through i understand everybody's concern but like what's funny to me and i know it's been squashed some of the accusations against particular people to me is just funny because you just need to look at the history of who they are what they do for a living and the successes they've accomplished what would that serve them to potentially be an issue and then the others the, the other people that like maybe they're new to it and whatnot you also look at that and you go Nah, like there's, there's too much. Like, I like, for example, someone was trying to say that about Bonnie. I'm like, not at all. Like Bonnie, Bonnie was uh, clearly trying to keep it together the whole time. Actually, I should got tired of be like, what was that about Prince? uh, uh With yeah. the, the Sleeping Beauty and the what? Bro, like it's, I get it. I, I a thousand yeah. percent get it. But I, I, I would say if you've had enough faith in us before to have the faith now, I don't think it's wrong to bring up those concerns. Uh, but just, you know, believe, uh, believe in us.
0: You know what I'm saying? Uh, like I absolutely do. And, and because you – I'm glad you bring that up because I do want to clarify something that uh, that is for, – for me personally with the hands-on screen thing, um, until two days ago, I didn't know that there was even speculation of anything. I had no idea. I just – I'm just a big sports fan, and I've got the mindset where a rule is a rule, and they need to be followed. And when I heard that there were speculations, I tried to think back. I still don't know what anybody's talking about. I don't know specifically who, and I kind of don't care.
2: I know, um, know that the, so there's there's one moment speak. that someone might think that, but you like again, let's be honest here. Like that, like that's absurd. That yeah, is it, it's, it, it, it's really absurd. Again, when you consider yeah. who the accusation was potentially mm-hmm. against, yeah. If you consider the speed at which someone would have to do that, like it's just not it's silly It's genuinely silly, but it is what it is, man. Like I, I get it. People are going to feel the way they're going to feel one way or the other. Um, I just would hope that, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to start anything because it sounds like, like this, this, this is a conversation Christian has had with the, the main people raising concerns and it's been squashed. So good, like, there's good. no need to, there's no need to re yeah. it up. But, uh, but that, that would be it. That would be the only thing that I would say.
0: Yeah. Um, what we since we got you here, uh, what what are you thinking about the matches tonight? The like, what are your thoughts on the undercard and then the big main event?
2: Yeah, um, as far as the undercard, um, it's interesting. I don't believe that Bateman has taken a step backwards. I think he had a really bad match against Shazam, um, so I I still think he's that same caliber of player that he was. Um, I'm very curious uh, because Guy has shown to be lethal in certain in certain instances. Um, it doesn't seem like it's really ever worked against Ben in the past. It's only their second time playing. I, I know that, but it didn't seem like it was even close. Um, just looking back at that, uh, that and I'm curious because character work is great. I wonder if it potentially can get in the way for some people. Like I mean, you know, Lon, for example. Not realizing that we weren't quite out of round one yet. Um, You know, (laughs) it it happens. Um, So I'm also kind of, I almost think that it might be a little bit of a double-edged sword against Guy. So if I had to choose between the two, while I would prefer Guy, both for standings reasons uh, and because I just love his character work, I (laughs) got to give it to Ben. And then as far as the main event i i would want to pick smith my only thing I, see i keep flip-flopping i would want to pick smith knowing jericho and knowing how competitive he is and how very much he's like if he decides he's going to do something he just fucking does it and everybody keeps talking about this this hidden knowledge that he has i want i'm inclined to pick jericho but after his comment about ace yesterday yeah. i almost want to flop back over to smith um Partially because, if there's a thought in his brain that this isn't, you aren't gonna need your your athletic competitive instincts to play in this, he's sorely mistaken and he is gonna be in a lot of trouble. Uh, he may have just been saying that about H just to rib him, uh, and to say that swimming would have helped him with Star Wars, knowing Star Wars. Yeah, I agree, that's not it, but it's it is the. I can go a little bit longer studying. I can go a little bit harder. Let me focus in right now. Let me pull on whatever. That kind of stuff is actually super vital to this in the same way that if you're playing eSports, it's the same thing where like if you played basketball or football in high school and you there is a strategy. I know so-and-so has a tendency to do this. They tend to favor... You're playing Halo. They tend to favor going after the shotgun. So if I can throw a grenade around the corner, learn to bounce it around the corner before they even get there, I can kill them before they, like, it's little things like that. There's the strategies. There's the push it. There's the doing, taking risks, all sorts of stuff. Whenever you're being competitive, whether it's, you know, physically or mentally, an edge like that is important. So if he genuinely is not bringing that, I don't know if he can win. But if he is bringing what makes Chris Jericho one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, then I think that he's got I think he's got Kevin Smith for days. That that's the linchpin for me. So if you're making me pick, I'm gonna take my original pick in Jericho, but I, I don't know if he's that makes me wonder how serious he's taking it, you know? So.
0: Yeah.
2: Sorry, I just waxed poetic for like five <laughs> hours. <laughs> no, it's <that was>
0: perfect. <laughs> well, I just I I don't have a clue. I'm with you, like, you know, logical. Bet would be Kevin Smith just because he's in the film industry. Right, it's like your logical bet in a in a wrestling match, like a, a match about wrestlers and wrestling history. You would go with Jericho over Kevin Smith. Yeah. But, but all I really want to see is, um, I just want to see Kevin Smith get a Kevin Smith movie question and get it wrong. Um, that's I just think that would that be would, the most amazing clip out in the world. That would be
2: phenomenal but you already heard what christian said if all kevin has to do is like well actually what happened with the film was this this this, and (laughs) this and it was deleted whatever that all of a sudden he goes oh okay well then we're gonna give kevin smith the points because you know he did make the movie so (laughs) (laughs) what's up
0: kaylin how you doing hey kaylin kaylin for those of you who don't know kaylin is my former co-host of this show she started this show with me and uh yeah, had a lot of fun on it. Um, she is an educator at the college level, so, Ooh, so and, and a new mother, so time got to be something she couldn't she couldn't handle here. And uh, family and education means a lot more than doing an after show. So
2: hey,
1: man. You, it's,
2: it's it's no joke. It's no it is no joke. I apologize for yawning. Like I said, I'm just I'm oh, you're you're a little, just, just <laughs> for like bouncing all over the place, but I'm you know.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, man, I, it's I, all I know is it's going to be a big match. If you if you all haven't already, you have to you have to make sure that you have your notifications set for this. You do not want to miss this. It's going to be absolutely absurd. I, I can already guarantee it's probably going to be top five matches of the year by far. I mean, it's certainly the biggest marquee name match that the Shmodan has ever had, but um, it runs it it runs the risk, especially if they're both good. If they're both actually good at this, this could be a top-five match of all time because of name along with like a good competition, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and, and the discussion came up today. Uh, we'll go ahead and bring this up now, uh, or yesterday. Uh, we'll bring it up now since you're here, too. Um, uh, you know, Christian trying to explain to Roxy about how fans outside of the Schmodown, the Jericho smith match are going to be is the main one that they're going to tune in for right but then within the schmodown community and i'm one of these people i'm looking for more forward to the uh the guy bateman match because i've been following the schmodown for a while i'm aware of them and their work and their history and so for me personally that match is the one i'm really looking forward to most but that doesn't take away from any anyone's uh matches and uh, Christian had made the comment yesterday that, you know, this is like a, it's like a really good band that just happens to get to open for the Rolling Stones uh, in describing the undercard for this match. And I couldn't agree with him more. There, there are no uh, lesser quality players in any of these matches. It is, this is for us fans is what this is in my mind. This is like a. Uh, Dude, thank you guys for supporting us. Now check out these badass matches together. Yeah. Um, but and yes, Taylor- I mean of course w- with their stature in in the celebrity world, Smith and Jericho are the headlining uh uh match, but ma'am, personally I just wanted to say personally I'm on that that side of Schmodown fandom that uh for me personally that match is the big one is the Bateman guy. I'm just real in guys work here lately has been amazing. Um, really enjoying what's going on and looking forward to seeing what unfolds with all of that for sure.
2: Oh, a, th- a thousand percent. Are you going to say something, Sean?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to bring up. Kaylin uh, asked a question. She said that she's behind on SEN and uh, her question is, why isn't it a pay-per-view event, which I think Christian brought up today on the show saying that uh, there had been so many recently that they wanted this one to be more of a open to the public thing. But Winston, maybe you can... Coming I mean I mean
2: he would know he would know better than me obviously this is actually his baby but if I had to speculate and let's just be real here you're not going to get some rent like if I that's my girlfriend Kristen in the back she's she's working so if if uh you may know her from go get that rose uh she, yeah. she was uh, the co-host of that uh for uh what was it music uh listen to, listen to your heart oh Heart.
0: <laughs> Real clear, I got to say this because I always wanted to make a shirt with it on it for them, but I just I never could. But when the when the COVID first started is when in that time frame when that Listen to Your Heart spinoff or uh, uh, sideshow came out, and yes. as I was editing at the end of they ended one of the episodes and they're talking about how they need shirts that say Listen to Your Heart and your healthcare workers. And, uh, and I mean, the- that's
2: a great that's fucking. Really, that's a great fuck, did you come up with that? Listen to your heart or your health workers <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so like that's the whole thing is that Kristen, for example, had come to uh when I was on wait, I know this, like she came to see me perform uh which you know, come on, it was against the founding fathers, like if we're being a hundred percent honest and it doesn't necessarily, it isn't reflected on my performance against Emily Robes Jacobson, sadly, but I'm more suited towards the inner geekdom side of things than just the straight up, Uh, just because until, and I've talked about this multiple times, until various other forms of movies uh, main, mainly, I.E. black exploitation and black cinema and all that kind of stuff. I have an, an insane depth of knowledge for that. I can only go so far because I don't watch horror films. You know what I'm saying? Like, or uh, you know, I haven't seen uh, a, a lot of Carpenter. You know, there's 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 enough get. So like, I could go all day on sports movies. I could go a day on comedies, but then there might be some older comedies. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So I was only going to get so far. I'm sidetracking like a motherfucker um (laughs) we're good at that here right Kristen would have come and watched me play because she's my girlfriend but if she just randomly was like the movie tribute she wouldn't give two shits but if she goes oh kevin smith oh i love you know clerks yeah kevin smith's doing it sure i'd check it out you don't put that behind a paywall if the aim is to get more people that have never seen this before to watch what you do is you use that as the bait to get someone that has never seen this before. Cause they go, I know both of those names. Wow. Those are two completely different worlds, wrestling and, 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 uh, you know, filmmaking that they're doing this battle together. I mean, that sounds dope as hell. I'll check it out. Like I got two buddies from my, my two best friends from, uh, you know, grade school who, they like I've tried to explain the movie *Trip of Shmona and they're like that's all this nerd shit. I ain't watching that stupid that shit. And then when they heard Chris Jericho was doing it because we all used to watch wrestling, they're like Chris Jericho. I mean, Y2J. I mean, sure, I will watch that shit, whatever. And like that, you know what I'm saying? That's how you lure yeah. people in. You don't.
1: Yeah.
2: Nobody know. Like, no offense to Bateman and Guy, but beyond this community and like the community they built with with the Action Army and and the their show Team Action and all that, nobody knows who they are the world knows who Jericho and Kevin Smith is. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why. So, yes, within this community, there is more relevance for Guy and Bateman because they've already proven themselves, were built into the storyline, etc. It's the same reason why you watch wrestling. They use an example of, uh, like, remember Snoop Dogg came in and, and did, like, a, a stunner to somebody once? You know what I'm saying? People, yeah. There are people that have never watched wrestling that they're like, Snoop Dogg was on, on SmackDown, <laughs> Shit, where is it? Let me see it. And he comes out to gin and juice, and he's fucking smoking a blunt and like chilling his shit. And then he gets kicked, and he's down. And then he hits him with the stunner, and you're like, "Oh shit, Snoop Dogg was the shit." Like that's why you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, because there are even people that have yeah. never watched SN before, and then they heard Kevin Smith was being interviewed, and that brought them in. That's the, that's oh, yes. the exact same reason why you do that. So I think that that is the the very long winded version of why this is not a pay per view event. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And like jumping off your wrestling example, a much smaller, you know, not definitely not as big a person as Snoop Dogg, but when Steven Amel, I've never watched wrestling mm-hmm. in my life, but when Steven Amel, like he, they did that stunt where he jumped in the ring, um, mm-hmm. I, I watched that because I love yeah. Arrow. So
2: exactly. That's know? what you all, that's it's the same reason that like there are people that have watched the Arrowverse before and like don't fuck with it, but then you hear, we're bringing every single show together at the same yeah. time, and we're yeah. bringing Lois and Clark back, yeah. and we're bringing Smallville back, and we're bringing you know Batman a series, Kevin Conway's gonna be, we're yeah. literally bringing every DC actor you've ever seen, and they all gonna be in this shit. So even if you watch it, you go, this shit is still super fucking cheesy, you're like, yeah. oh shit, The Flash, and Supergirl, and Superman, and Superman, and, and fucking Black Canary, and all these cats are actually all on screen together fighting, yeah. Crisis. Of course, I'm gonna watch. You know what I mean?
0: So, yep. It's like when when you're listing all those names coming together. You know what I mean? Uh, For me, and in my mind, went right to Field of Dreams and that all those baseball players that came out there to form basically that one team of players who just were practicing out there on the field and shit, man. Uh, And that that's just awesome bringing that dream team together, dude. I'm down for it. Right. Yep. Um, how much how much more time you got here, Winston? I know you're busy, man. I, don't really- uh, I probably got about like five ten minutes. All right. Well, th- there's there is something else that will actually wrap up from Tuesday, which is where we were, and uh, and then uh, yeah, and th- this they Roka had hosted that day along with again Brett Roxy, Iban, Ben Goddard, and RB three, and um. And, and yeah, they, had, they had gotten into a discussion about commercials cause Roca had auditioned for a commercial, uh, sure. I guess. and okay. that morning, I believe right before the, uh, episode and they talked about iconic characters and commercials, you know, flow and the, yeah. the uh, Flo commercials and stuff. I was kind of more interested in commercials from our childhood and, okay. uh, like uh, Sean, there he's the young blood of of the three of us. I I'm older than you, I'm pretty sure, Winston. Maybe um, I'm 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 in my thirties. Yeah, I'm 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 41. So okay, you got me. I don't book it. Me. I know it. Thank uh, you. Not,
2: not at all, bro. I thought maybe I thought you were maybe like I'm I'm about to be 33 in a, a couple of months. I thought maybe you're like 35,
0: 36. Awesome, dude. Uh, now, if my hair, my balding head could look like I was 33 and 34, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, even from two years ago, I would be happy. Um, but, uh, but I mean, like the the changes in commercials obviously are drastic, but I mean, a, a couple of the classics I remember the short shorts commercials, you know, who wears short shorts? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. The Folger's Coffee commercials, the best part of waking up. Um, but what I remember, uh, Spud McKenzie also was in when I was, you know, in the 80s, when I was about mm. five, six. Mm-hmm. But I remember cigarette commercials on TV. And oh, yes, I remember they can't my do it mom anymore. was a part of that whole push by mothers who would watch TV and keep track of the of the nicotine commercials, which ended up uh, in, in banning nicotine cigarette commercials from TV. so I mean, that's where I'm coming from. I remember seeing... Uh, was it Camel Joe and uh, the Marlboro man on TV and commercials and stuff? Uh, yeah. what, are, what are some of the iconic commercials you guys recall from your childhood? I mean,
2: I mean, first of all, and I, I remember they talked about this on SCN Live, the, the dude that played Santa Claus in that Eminem Christmas commercial, that motherfucker said, You want to talk about residuals? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> the fact that they are still playing that, what has to be 15 or 20 years later, is insane. Um, but like I remember, I remember almost every single board game action figure. Fucking crossfire, you <laughs> over the crossfire like that, and then what? Skip it, skip it, like that whole shit, and then sock and boppers, sock and boppers, more fun than a pillow fight. Like you got, you got all of those. I would say probably the most iconic. Actor or character. That's not like animated. So not like a Tony the Tiger not a Kool-Aid man would be uh, the Verizon guy Who eventually yeah. became a turncoat and went to Sprint in this in the new millennium or in like this like in this decade uh, But like that was so can you hear me now was fucking everywhere people was oh, yeah. always, were always we always saying that shit, you know so I would say he's probably the most iconic live-action actor uh, before flow, it kind of set the standard for for flow. Because I like thinking back, there's not really a lot of people that were locked in like that. That was that was he he kind of set a new standard for that. Like you, maybe see, maybe the Budweiser guys. I take that back. Which now that I think about it, because I just did the the 20th anniversary Budweiser commercial. They they were pretty iconic and they used like. Two or three of the same dudes for like every different spot of those they did, which those were fire. It's just that Budweiser did so many different commercials, it didn't yeah. seem like they wore them because they did the frogs, they did the
0: Budweiser, and then they had yeah. the,
2: the What's Up dudes and the Clydesdale.
0: Yeah. the them or Bud Light had the uh, I love you, man. You're not getting my Bud Light. Wasn't that Bud Light or you're not? It getting might.
2: Me? It might be. I don't remember. I remember. I remember. Was it? Was it Michelob that had the bitter beer face? yeah that? that's the yeah, yeah. bitter beer I'll just remember being a kid and I would say that, but no idea what the fuck a beer was, but like oh man that's that sounds terrible bitter beer face I mean, I love sour warheads, but you don't seem like you like that so uh
1: before I answer, I'm young uh Kalyn gave two answers uh first of all, uh boxer Debriefs with Michael Jordan uh so racy. <laughs> <laughs> And then also uh, the polar bears drinking Coke. Yeah, oh, that was yeah, a big yeah. one.
2: That was a big one. Uh, the the blockbuster had, oh God, because I know it was the Budweiser frogs, and then there was also the Budweiser. Liz- did they eventually have lizards? Am I crazy? I think they did.
0: Like someone did. I remember blockbuster
2: lizards. mice, right? There mm. were mice for blockbuster. Um, let me think. Uh, it here. all kind
0: of starts to blend in at some certain point. oh
2: yeah oh yeah oh while there's a whole compilation up. here we go yeah go ahead
1: yeah while you're looking that up just one more from Kalen. uh we had a commercial that i think was just local where an older man had a used car lot or something his granddaughter would kick the tire and say that's a good car papa um yeah. i'm i'm 21 so i'm very young uh I don't really remember a lot of commercials, but the the one that I the ones that I always remembered were um, the Nerf commercials. Oh uh, right,
0: where, right.
1: But the Nerf guns always had like some. It would be like all American rejects, or like uh, there was Good one choice. where it's like, "What do you want from me?" Some some like punk band or whatever, you know, playing in the background as kids ran around, and you'd uh. never be able to have that much fun playing Nerf in real life. But you know, the commercials <laughs> made it look like a ton of fun bro
2: like i mean just looking because like i couldn't really say much about blockbuster other than they did a lot of promotion with pizza hut which makes sense i mean you get a movie and then you know um but like i'm looking at some of these like the uh the pine soul lady do you remember her maybe the pine soul it was like a black lady with braids and she was probably like what you need to go is some pineasol. And I okay, was just like, okay. oh my God. Like I completely forgot about that. Uh Pokemon, uh, the Super Smash Brothers commercial. Do you remember that? Super
0: Smash Brothers. So the
2: very first Super Smash Brothers, the commercial it was four P- it was uh it was Mario, Yoshi, Pikachu, and Donkey Kong in like somebody in the mascot and like the mascots of it. Here, actually, uh let me see. Uh let, I'll screen share. Um. Sorry. Let's see. All right. So you just have to add it in. All right. Great. This one right here.
0: Oh, all right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what is? Oh, oh my wow. god. <laughs> That's horrifying. I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god. <laughs> what? Oh that's great.
1: I want them to recreate it.
0: That's
2: Oh. <laughs> I mean, this so 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 brilliant. Like that actually was like, "Oh, is this a Mentos?"
1: Oh that's shit. Oh. Mentos
2: had
0: them shits. Yo, wait a minute. Oh yeah, Mentos. And, and then Foo Fighters things. did that Mentos style commercial or uh video.
2: Yeah, right. Cool. <laughs> With Mentos Fresh Fall of Life. Let's go <laughs> better Mentos freshness.
0: I always loved the short shorts commercial cuz obviously I was like 5 years old and you know it was Who Lady wears
2: Short Shorts. shorts. Oh, yeah. That's that's funny to me man that they they that she was like man fuck these heels And just snapped them both it was like I got flats now. Mentos. <laughs> uh,
0: that's great. That is uh, great.
2: <laughs> but anyways, I gotta take off, y'all. But uh, thank you for having me on. I appreciate for it. In. Of course, of course. I wish y'all all the best. I'll definitely come back when I, when time permits, and you want to have me back. Uh, but other than that, y'all have a great weekend. Smith Jericho tonight. It goes down five o'clock Pacific. Do not miss. This is appointment television or appointment computerism. I don't know. You know what the fuck I'm saying. It was good. <laughs> See y'all later.
0: Have See a good y'all. one, man. Thanks. And uh, on that note, guys, we're going to take a really quick promo break for some other shows from Merk with a Movie Blog, a couple of which our guy Sean here does. And uh, then when we get back, we will wrap up Thursday and Friday, and uh, we'll close this show out here. Uh, we will be right back.
1: Hey everybody, I'm Sean. You guys might know me on this feed from co-hosting Beyond the Screen, but now, here at with the Movie Blog, we have started a brand new show exclusively for video games called Game Over Screen. So, join me every week with my co-hosts. Hey, how's it going? My name's Brendan. And I'm Tyler. Uh, as we talk about everything video game related, and when we, I guess, get to the Game Over Screen. I don't know, I don't have a good pun for that, but the joke is that we're going to die a lot <laughs> in the game. Well, you might.
0: and we're back, everybody. And uh, be sure to check out those shows. Uh, there are some others. Uh, we don't have the promos in there for them just yet because the shows aren't on. One of them being a show Sean and I do called, uh, well, I don't, I think there's we, no real name to it. We just call it no. Mandalorian Review Show. Um, we
1: should probably come up with one.
0: Perhaps. I don't I'll, know. I'll
1: think about it. I'll, I'll think about it.
0: Think about it. But yeah, well, so we'll be starting that up here pretty soon, man. Looking forward to that. Maybe i wish they would tell us very good question today when the fuck is that trailer gonna drop dude
1: and you know what honestly it's not even the trailer it's the it's the date i just want to know when it starts because peek behind the curtain we want to do a little episode before it starts uh where we talk about all of season one again like the week before it starts we'll do a season one retrospective thing we need to know when it starts so I can yeah. rewatch season 1, you know. Yeah, uh, for sure. But also, uh, from Kalen, are your arms tired?
0: Uh yes they are Kalen, but um <laughs> so far we are 54 and a half minutes about into this and my arms have been on screen for a lot longer than they are required to be on screen during smowdown matches. So uh, but yes, they are Kalen. Uh, but I'm doing good. I have not forgotten. Uh, I've been talking, looking at notes, trying to carry stuff. I've not forgotten whatsoever. You've done a great job
1: at it. Thank I would you say. very
0: much. Thank you. Um, and, uh, and another real quick plug for another show that's coming up soon. Just found out the release date for it today, the premiere date. Yes, guys. Uh, we do a Bachelor recap show here. We we will recap, review, talk shit about The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, rather. And as you heard Winston say, uh, his his girlfriend co-hosted with Sarah, who is the host of that show, um, for a, one of their little spinoff uh, um, shows called Listen to Your Heart. I opted out of that one. My reasoning was that I love music too much to subject myself to it. <laughs> So, um, that's, I just opted out of that altogether, but, uh, but yeah, Sarah is the host. I am co-host and October 13th is the premiere date for Claire's season of Bachelorette. Uh, apparently she only filmed 12 days because she fell in love, fell in love after 12 days. Okay. Whatever. You can hear me talk more more of my thoughts about that shit on go get that rose, but that'll be coming up here soon too. And so here's
1: here's the thing about go get that rose that I haven't actually talked to you about yet. Last episode of uh, Beyond the Screen, I, I told Sarah that I I do the premiere episode of the next season of Bachelor. Yes. I guest on because I've never watched an episode of any of those shows in my life. Um, and Sarah kept trying to get me to do so. So I I think uh, I think I'll I'll finally bite the bullet and force myself to do to do one episode for you guys, just one. Uh, That's but, awesome, but hell yeah,
0: uh, man! Yeah. You'll be more than welcome. And uh, uh, Winston has been on that show too a couple times. Mm-hmm. Winston's a bachelor fan, so uh, mm-hmm. and and he, yeah, he changed the whole course of that show for Sarah and I for the better. Yeah. Uh, he and I were a little, I wouldn't say uptight, but I mean, we we there was no discussion about cussing and stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. edgy, how edgy it would be. We just, our first episode or two, we just kind of were mellow and chill. And then Winston came on and he was dropping F bombs the whole time. And it completely changed how we talk about it, which is awesome.
1: It's very hard for a show to stay PG when I'm on it. So it's a good thing that, uh,
0: (laughs) yeah, I, I, I do actually, uh, have a, a switch that I can turn on and off for cussing and, and as far yeah. as like what my content is that come out of my mouth, uh-huh. I don't use it very often. But I, I was going to say,
1: <laughs> I've
0: but, never uh, seen it. <laughs> <laughs> very few have. Well, dude, my mom told me a couple weeks ago that she listened to to, an, to my latest episode of this show, and I just the first thing that came out of my mouth, I go, "I'm sorry for the customer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my, my mom once was like. What do you like? You do the podcast and all that. And she's like, can I listen? Can your little sister listen? I was like, no, first of all, my little sister cannot listen to the podcast that I do. Second of all, I don't think I want you to listen to it either. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um. But but yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyways. But at my age, you know, I'm at my age, dude. My mom is she knows me. You know, like she's, your mom's known you 21 years. My mom's known me 44, 41 years. So, you know, my mom, I've, I, my mom's like, okay, I, I know where he's coming from. Whereas if I was talking like I do now, which I was, but if (laughs) my mom heard me talk like this when I was 21, she would not understand whatsoever, dude. She would have a huge problem with it. <laughs> yes I, just, I, I do too. To pop
1: that up Heylen I, I love when
0: up. someone swears during the schmodown match Christian history. that's great I love it I do too um
1: it reminds me of that uh, sorry I'm even putting us further into the uh into the tangent but have you ever seen that video of the person like watch your profanity like somebody will curse and this person will say and like a, oh god don't watch your profanity no you never seen that no all right I'll find it after this and send it to you but that's cool. what it makes me think of. Hell yeah, man. Um,
0: well, we're, we're jumping to Thursday here and wrap up with Thursday and today, yesterday and today. Uh, we already talked to the Jericho match and uh, the undercard and main event bit with Winston. It was great to uh, to get that bit in with him, get his insight and yeah. his thoughts. Uh, the other thing I had on here from Thursday is they talked a little bit about recasting classic characters, either younger, like in the case of Son, uh, Son Holo, in the case Son of Han Solo. Or, uh, I haven't
1: or, heard about Son Holo yet.
0: Yeah. Or de aging the original actors, or in some cases, just having dead actors CGI inserted into movies, which that yeah. one sounds absolutely absurd to me. Yeah. Um, it, it better be a damn good script and story and everything to do that yeah. shit. Yeah. But, uh, what do you think about all this? Like, uh, well, you know, r- obviously recasting, uh, different actors as a younger version of a character and CGIing the original person younger, that's definitely a discussion right there. Yeah. But I mean, in my mind, I'm kind of wondering, like, why do we always keep having to go back to what happened in this person's life before we saw the movies that introduced them to us? You know, why is there always this need to go back in time and see these iconic characters younger? I don't understand. I mean, I'll watch it. I'm not saying they shouldn't do it and I'll watch it, but I'm saying what, well, yeah, that's why they do it. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, What is, is there a need for it other than making no. the money?
1: No. Uh, maybe in some cases, like I feel like uh, we'll stick to star Wars. Cause that's my wheelhouse. Uh, I feel like a Ben solo thing would help a lot. Not with me. I mean, I already love the character. You're not, you don't need to sell me on him but i think a lot of it would help a lot of people understand the comic that they did if the comic had been a movie i th- that had come out before episode 9 i feel like his redemption would have gone off way better for people cuz the comic like explains like all of it uh so i think in some cases yes but usually that also indicates a um uh let's say shortcoming on the original if you need to go back and explain it then maybe True. Maybe you needed to do some more work in the original product. Uh, very rarely though, like Kalen said, do you, do you need to go back and do that? Or or yeah. will it actually like be productive to go back and do that? Um When it comes to recasting versus de-aging, I'm kind of, I, if you would ask me before solo, I would have been like, well, if the technology's there, just de-age them. Uh, I like olden Aaron Reich as Han. I think he's a different take on the character but i think it still works it still gels in my head with harrison ford's han so i think yeah i I don't see why not recast uh, in my opinion
0: Hmm. um the the thing that they were specifically also talking about uh bruce about the possibilities of recast. i don't know if this was an actual story sometimes people who listen frequently know, sometimes I turn up the volume and I do shit around my house. Uh-huh. I get uh-huh. off work an hour into the show. So sometimes uh-huh. I'm just cleaning yeah. up and stuff, but um about Bruce Willis, de-aging Bruce Willis for the uh, diehard prequel of him younger. And, and I mean, for me, you run into a problem that has nothing to do with de-aging. It has nothing to do with technology or anything. It has to do with dude. He's been phoning that shit in for years. So even if you de-age him, yeah, you you maybe could get a, a good, solid, young-looking John McClain. But then what kind of performance is he going to give? Because he would still be doing the physical action and the facial expressions. Because if he phones that shit in and they try to de-age that kind of a performance, that would be terrible.
1: And uh, like it, this wouldn't really be a, a massive issue with Willis because he's still rather young. Um, th- but when you look at the Irishman and you look at De Niro, they de aged him, but you could still see in the movements that De Niro's not a young guy, you know, yeah. when he's beating people up in the Irishman, he still moves like an older man. Um, and it looked fantastic visually. Oh, I just knocked my thing over visually, he looked like young. Robert De Niro. It was amazing. It was astounding. Fantastic. But he's still some scenes where he moved. He was an older man. And I think you run into that problem with anything. That's something like diehard is very stunt heavy, very action yeah. heavy. I feel like you'd run into not as big of a problem, but I think it would definitely be a problem.
0: I, the bigger problem would be trying to de-age Harrison Ford. And have him being physical like a young Indy because there's just Harrison Ford's great, but there's no way he he's that physical, dude. You can tell when you see him move, you know.
1: No, literally just cast any because I feel like I feel like Chris Pratt would make a good Indy.
0: I do too. I'm with that.
1: I think he's a little old at this point for what they want to do because he's around. I feel like he's probably around the same age that Harrison Ford was when they originally did Indy. I have no idea how old. He was when they originally did Indy, but I would have to assume somewhere around where Chris Pratt is now. Um, I don't know who I'd cast as Indiana Jones off the top of my head, but I feel like you could find somebody. There's plenty of talented people in Hollywood. And that, that character type.
0: He's Batman. Why not make him indie too?
1: I don't know if I want to see just I'm not serious because I think Pattinson's perfect for Batman first of all but dude after seeing that
0: trailer I'm excited before that trailer I was just kind of like you know "Eh, we'll see what happens but I'm totally stoked now
1: I mean Edward Cullen is just the teenage girl's Batman like he was born to play the role like if he played Edward he can play Batman right but um yeah, I, I off the top of my head, I can't really think of who I'd i do as Indiana Jones, but like that type's not hard to cast. You know, yeah. there's a million of them in Hollywood.
0: Yeah, and and it's it's mainly because of how iconic that yeah. character that or the actor in this case, Harrison yeah. Ford, has become. Yeah. Um it, like I think it would be much easier to recast John McClane than Indiana Jones because John McClane is on no level as far as iconic status. Uh
1: I've I've never if, seen Die Hard. Well, uh I've never seen any Die Hard movie. I, I've seen every single Indiana Jones movie multiple times. You know?
0: Yeah. That's
1: just another, th- you
0: know. You should definitely. watch Die Hard this Christmas. Man, it's the best Christmas movie I know, ever. I,
1: know, I, know, I, concept, so. I I know, I know. I know. I know
0: um and moving right along we got a we got a couple things here real quick from today uh uh well first of all i gotta bring this up because it was just great uh uh christian again was at the helm with brett and kate and Roca and ben goddard hi ben and uh and that's not like a ch- dude that's not a chandrew like mock like hi smasher that that was not what that was ben uh Chandra- i'm glad that a- you're
1: explaining that I'm Mine glad that you're explaining. Name. I'm glad you're explaining that it's real. An hour and seven minutes into the show.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that's how I roll. That's my style. Um, <laughs> but uh, Christian, a couple times, and RB3, of course. Um, Christian, a couple times, had to duck out of the out of the uh, out of the show, which gave them the perfect opportunity for Roca to allow them to go off track. And those for me were the two best moments of the entire episode, especially when they come back. And Christian, you know, Christian knew something had happened. He had no idea what it was, and at the same time, I kind of don't think he cared. And he was just no, really no. Bent on getting back onto what you know. Yeah, and I don't it,
1: think he cared. It at cracks
0: all. me up. I don't. It's not. I don't take. I don't think it's rude or anything. But I mean, it's just funny that. That complete lack of interest as to what yeah. happened while he was
1: gone. <laughs> I yeah. just, I love it. I get it. I, I'd probably be the same way if I was Christian, to be honest, if I came in. Because that space, you know that dumb shit's going to happen as soon as you leave.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: So you're just like, you. it's not like a surprise. It's not like you come in and you're like, oh, wow, something happened while I was gone. You come in and you're like, yeah, I know you fuckers did something while I was gone, but let's try and get things back on track, you know?
0: Yep. Yep. Um. But but today they talked a lot about, well, Bill and Ted 3 uh, and New Mutants both dropped officially here in theaters. Um, well, no, Bill and, I'm sorry, New Mutants is in theaters. Yeah. Bill and Ted 3 is on VOD. Yes.
1: Um,
0: but they both came out here uh, today, I believe. Uh, as far as uh, Bill and Ted 3 is out, I think New Mutants dropped today. I saw a commercial set yeah. in theaters now.
1: Yeah, it came out today. First showings were last night.
0: I don't – I rarely go to theaters anyway, so this not going to theaters has not affected me at I'm all. Not
1: gonna, I'm not going to – I'm not lie. Uh, it's really affecting me.
0: Yeah, I know you're
1: – It's like – I know it has. bugging me. <laughs> um, I'm like shaking. I'm like, oh, New Mutants, <laughs> movies in theaters. Now, <laughs> new Mutants. Now,
0: what are you – dude, this has been a long time coming. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I mean, are you, I was, I was really excited when the very first trailer came out, the very first one, uh, yeah. I think they should have just dropped whatever they had done at that point in time. But, uh, I, yeah. I, have completely, well, not completely, but I've almost completely lost interest in this after all this time.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm still super interested to see it. It looks weird. It looks cool. I don't think it's going to be good. Uh but like that's what like they were talking on the show they were like how can you wait three years and like now and it's not as good as i expected it to be after waiting three years where i feel like i'm going into this with the opposite expectation right. where because it's been three years i'm like <laughs> this movie's gonna be terrible like this movie's yep. not gonna be good so uh i don't expect it to be good i really want to see it i'm it it totally fucking tracks for me that the next step of 2020 is to release new mutants and I can't go see it. Like, that's the next thing for me, like stuck inside, like, you know, all of that stuff. And the next thing is like, now you can't even go see it. And it also feels like it tracks for that movie because the movie finally comes out and, and not, not only will nobody go see it because they don't want to, but a lot of people just can't go see it, you know? So not only does it get out of this development hell that it's been in for the last three years, now it's just in release hell where it's out and nobody can see it.
0: <laughs> yep. So
1: it's on brand.
0: Yeah. And, and well, Bill & Ted 3, on the other hand, is uh, video on demand, yeah. um, which, and it's expensive too. Holy shit, man. I mean, I thought movie theater tickets were expensive. Um, uh, How much is it? Uh, It's 25 bucks, I believe. Okay. Well... Uh, It's about 20, 25 bucks. I believe.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, man, there's, there's, they're predicting, or I've heard predictions at least that your theaters are going to be in trouble. Uh, when, when, when we, we are able to get back out to theaters. So my question is if that comes through and the theaters are in trouble, will VO, will VOD be the way to go? I mean, what? How is all of this VOD and the theaters gonna? I mean, obviously the VOD is going to be a result of the the problem with the theaters from COVID, you know. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. how big of an issue do you think it's going to be?
1: I think it's going to be a big issue. Man, I think I think it's I I I I I I don't I don't think going to a movie theater right now is the smartest decision to make. Um, a drive-in is something is a different thing, but I you you wouldn't get me to go and sit in a, a movie theater, you know. Like it's got, yeah. It's just I don't think it's the ideal place to be in the situation that we're in right now. Um Yeah, I I mean they were in trouble six months ago when this started. You know, like as soon as it started, they were in trouble, and I I don't yeah no I I. Not only will theaters, I think, come out of it bad, but our entire theatrical window is already starting to change. Because there was a... Yep. Uh, what is it? Universal made deals with theaters. Or, or maybe it was one specific theater chain where the, their theatrical uh, window now only has to be like 10 days. Wow. Like, they only need to show the movie for like 10 days and then they can put it wherever they want. Which... That's, that's not... That's not for now. That's their deal with that theater going forward until they renegotiate. It might not have been 10 days. It might have been 14, but still like two weeks, less than two weeks around there. So, I mean, if, if theaters make it through the end of this, which they might, uh, the theatrical window will definitely come out changed and it'll be much shorter than ever before.
0: How likely are the theaters to swoop in and, in a sense, bail out the theaters and get them back, back up the and running? The studios, yeah.
1: to bail in the th- as theaters. I don't think they, I don't, I, I you don't, don't, think, I don't they, think
0: they would no, want to work with them and help do that.
1: No, I, I think most of them have their own direct streaming platform thing now. That I don't think they really care. I think, I, well, let's say this. We'll, we'll see how Mulan does. Right. We'll see how Mulan does. If Mulan does well on Disney Plus, because they keep saying Black Widow is not coming to Disney Plus. If Mulan does well on Disney Plus, I think Black Widow's coming to Disney Plus. Uh, I, I I think it. I think Mulan is their. Uh, it's their. It's their test plan. You know, right. you don't create an entire system on your website for one movie. Right. This whole premium thing. Like if if that, they would just sell it online on a different site. Or they'd add a store page to Disney Plus, but instead they came up with a whole system on how this thing is going to work. Sounds to me that Disney is planning, if Mulan sells well, to do more of these. Uh, I, I don't think it's likely that theaters help, or uh, that studios help theaters.
0: Well, see, my thinking is, I I don't I don't know as as far as numbers and money and all that kind of shit. I have no clue, but uh, just thinking uh, with the limited knowledge I do have. Um, now if the theaters don't, I would think that the studios would want their movies in the theater because they would make more money that way is when you factor in, if they like put it directly to their streaming, it's going to get pirated like a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to lose a lot of revenue and not just pirated, but there's also going to be people who won't pirate it, but they also aren't going to pay for that streaming service to watch that movie if they don't already have it.
1: Yeah, well, this so is all kind of way
0: on the losing end if there aren't theaters to help them out I, or to do no. that.
1: I think they are in the losing end, but I think the, the relationship between theaters and studios is so tumultuous as it is right now. It's so rough that, uh, I mean, they don't get along right now, they fight, and they, know. you know, because studio, I mean, studios studios are assholes and they, they, they screw over theaters constantly, um, unless theaters like roll over and get desperate enough to the point where they just accept whatever studio deal is thrown at them in that case. Yes, maybe they will, but I, I feel like whatever deal comes from the studios is going to be even more in their favor than it ever has been before, which is already very much in their favor. And uh, it depends on whether theaters roll over or try to stand up for themselves. And if they try to stand up for themselves, they're done.
0: Yep. Very fair, very fair point, man. Couldn't have said it better myself. And uh, hey, on that note, guys, uh, not only was that our final topic of the day for this week of SEN Live, but uh, also Sean here's got a uh, a show. He's recording here shortly. He's got a prep for. uh, Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you at and what other stuff you're working on and what you're going to be doing here in a little bit.
1: Well, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. I do a ton of shows. Uh, You guys, I do a... Power Rangers recap show at go into the grid. And then on this network I do through the port key, which I promise the last two episodes are coming soon. That's on me. I need to edit them. I've been busy as hell and also just slightly demotivated by everything going on. Um, and then on this uh, network game over screen is what I'm going to go record. Uh, it's a video game podcast where we talk about what we've been playing and the news of the week.
0: Awesome. Uh Good shit around here going on. So not only this show, but yeah. those shows as well as some others. Be sure to check those out. And you can uh you can follow Merck with a movie blog at movie blog Merck uh, on the Twitter. And if you care to follow me, I would love for you to. Uh at J Wade1134. That's the letter J, W A D E 1134. Uh my goal here to start with, I would like I would like to get a hundred subs on this channel here. It's uh Um, so let's, let's get some more subscriptions here, guys. Please hit that subscribe button, uh, hit the like button. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, uh, hit the, hit the dislike button. I, (laughs) my feelings will not be hurt. I will not be upset and I will not ride you for it. Uh, I appreciate the honesty. So, uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of Essie and Afterlife, our second being done on video and first one live streamed. So uh, yeah. the the big match tonight, everybody. Don't forget, five p.m. Pacific time. That is eight five six seven eight. See, I'm on the East Coast, so I have to do the yeah. the, the roundup. Yeah. Eight p.m. Eastern time uh, is uh, Chris Jericho taking on Kevin Smith in the main event with Guy and Bateman on the undercard. Which, as I said before, uh, as a Schmodown fan, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. I think more than the main event, but. We're definitely going to talk about that next week, guys. So uh, thank you all for joining us and have a great and safe week.